Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, morale is high. Made it to a Friday. It's a meat Friday at that. French dip coming off the Traeger a little bit later on. Everybody's here, but Seton, he's at home. I'll have his share today. Mm, man, does it smell good this morning. Yeah, Seton. You can um, take my share of that Mountain Dew cake you guys are chopping up, too. <laughs> I don't need any of that. <laughs> we got, Paulie got a, a Mountain Dew cake for Todd. Todd loves Mountain Dew, and it's a, it's a pie. It's, 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 I think it's World Kindness Day. Do something nice for somebody, but make sure somebody notices you're doing something nice for them. I thought it looked like maybe one of the holes at Augusta, and you were doing sort of, sort of a model of what the whole, like 14th hole at Augusta would look like, and then I realized, no, that's a Mountain Dew pie. That was baked by Alan, who uh, is our IT chef guy. Yeah, Paul. The cake looks like the Seattle Seahawks color rush uniforms. Mm. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It's like there's a nice like pie crust with some type of toxic sludge. <laughs> <laughs> if you set your phone on it, it will recharge. Yeah. <laughs> Never seen that bright a green. It's like kryptonite, like times 10. Yeah. Just imagine if you want to put a coolant in your car. This yes. would be the coolant that you would put in your car. But... Uh, we got it for Todd later on today. If he would like to have it, we, good God, we don't want to give it to you in the first hour. No, 
telling what it'll do to your insides. And, and kindness. I don't know how kind that is to the people that clean the uh, studio after I have that. Uh, but, uh, yes, it's World Kindness Day. Do something nice for somebody, but make sure that everybody knows you're doing something nice. Don't do it in a subtle, private way, according to Paulie. Let people know you're doing something nice. Yeah, I guess the, the purpose of World Kindness Day is you do an act, but you make a really grand gesture out of it. You tell people you did it. So it's maybe a self-aggrandizement day as well. And, but I guess it's so it will catch on. So should we all do that for each other today? No, I think just for Todd's <laughs> enough. I think, I think we're one and done. Yes, McLovin? So it's World Phony Day is what you're saying. Yeah, uh, but you're still doing something nice. You just mm. want somebody to know that you're doing something nice. Yeah, which defeats the purpose. In my opinion, defeats the purpose. Like Paulie's. Did Mount you Duke do anything and- nice privately? I've done lots of nice things today. Like what? You're right. It's only 9 o'clock. I plan to do, but I'm not going to tell you. you. Pl- <laughs> I'm not gonna, charity that's done for public is almost worse than no charity. I, I find the hypocrisy of oh, social so when, media and charity. So just, when somebody donates a large sum of money and then they tell you they donated, then you have a problem with that? Not necessarily, but I do have a problem with the general mindset of our w- world where people are just like saying, oh, I'm such a great dude because I did this. Yes, Todd. It's like when a celebrity or athlete visits a sick kid in a hospital or whatever. I don't know if you need to get the publicist and the agent and the manager involved so they can you know, let all the uh, news stations and everyone make sure they've got the cameras ready to take a shot. Well, but, but that's always, that's a little bit, that's unfair because I've done that before and I didn't know that there would be people in there taking pictures. That's different. If you it told leaks me, out, it's different. Dan, you told me to bring my camera every time. I did. I did. And a video recorder as well. And alert the media. Um, you know, it's like you go in there and they want publicity for the hospital and the treatment and the care and the patients. So that's a, that's a little bit different. Uh, you know, it's not like we're alerting the media. I, I remember talking to a photographer and he's in uh, Hollywood and he's one of those photographers that's following all these celebrities around. And I said, how do you know where they're going to be? And he goes, they tell us. I go, Oh, they, they call ahead. He goes, well, they're publicists or, you know, somebody, some have relations, uh, relationships with the photographers. But I go, I, it's always amazing. It's like, how did you know they were going to be there? And they said, yeah, they always give us a heads up. Usually we ask for, you know, 20 to 30 minutes heads up and then we'll be there and get them coming out of a restaurant or they have a new boyfriend or girlfriend they want to show off. And I went, oh, okay. Here I thought your job was tough. Yeah, McLovin. I think I'm like kind of getting into what Todd's talking about, like the energy of like, you know, like there's a famous viral video of a woman jumps out of her car and grabs a, uh, a electric drill at a rebuilding site. It has a takes an Instagram photo and then puts a drill down. You know, there is a lot of that energy out there where it's more for Instagram than it is for for charity. Yes, Paul. But what if it's altruistic on both sides? Imagine someone like. J.J. Watt when he did the oh, thing for charity, oh, oh. but by going public with it, yes, it helps his brand, it helps his curating, what do you call it, but he also gets millions of dollars that he wouldn't have gotten if he did it privately. And also, I think um, celebrities and other people who do things publicly, charity-wise, think to themselves, I can inspire other people to think, maybe I'm going to lean towards doing that when I wouldn't have before. Yes, yeah, I just like the idea that it's better to never do anything nice for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> then you can't get accused of being phony. Right. It's, right. I'm just keeping it real. I don't do anything for anyone yes. ever. Yes. But, but at least I'm real about but, it. But I do it for a good reason. I do it for a good cause. Right. Me. Yeah. I do it for myself. All right. We got, we got hijacked here. 
Let me bring it back on to the rails. All right, welcome to the program. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, you can. A variety of ways, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Scott Van Pelt from the Mothership will join us from Augusta a little bit later on. Reese Davis, who's the host of College Game Day. College Game Day is at Augusta at the Masters. And we'll talk to Reese a little bit later on as well. And uh, midway point of the NFL season, Sam Monson, who uh, works for Pro Football Focus, will give us his halfway uh, point of the season awards. That'll be coming up. Headlines from last night. Uh, are you all in on the Colts? Have you abandoned ship on the Titans? Colts over the Titans, 34-17. to 17. The weekend, not a great weekend in college football. Notre Dame, B.C., Indiana, Michigan State, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Northwestern in Purdue. Paul Casey right now leading the Masters. You have those who didn't finish up yesterday, finishing up this morning. Also, what happens when they finish up today, then there'll be a little bit of time, lapsed time between the uh, those who are going out for their second round because they have to go back to all 18 holes and then recut the uh, cups for the new pins there. So they finish up, everybody goes in, probably gets something to eat, and then those who are ready to tee off this morning will go out, and you know, you're going to have golfers who aren't going to finish their rounds. Those who finished yesterday morning will not finish their rounds this afternoon. Hopefully over the weekend they're able to make up for this. There is a possibility if the event goes long, the Masters goes too long on Sunday and cuts into NFL action, they will switch, I guess, over to ABC – from what I'm told, ABC would carry the final couple holes of the Masters. But uh, getting way ahead of ourselves on this Friday, uh, 2020 has been obviously the strangest sports calendar in history. But once the games got going, this was the weekend a lot of us thought, I'm going to circle that one on my calendar. Because we knew we were going to have NFL. We were supposed to have a big college football weekend, but the SEC was basically uh, sent to the sidelines with covid and, of course, we were going to have the Masters instead of April in November. Nobody wanted to see it this way. We want the Masters in April. We wanted galleries out there, patrons, but that's not going to happen. But it's a once-in-a-lifetime situation, at least I hope it is. And, you know, it's on our plate. Enjoy it. What a weekend to hunker down on the couch. You're going to have to bring your A game to the remote control here. But either way, we're going to need um, a lot of time to be able to kind of sift through everything that we have going on this weekend in uh, all the different sports. But after uh, everything that's happened, it's more than okay for uh, what should be a memorable sports weekend. When Tiger's on the leaderboard, the Masters is always entertaining. I wanted to see the course, see what it looked like. It looks the same, uh, a little less, you know, foliage. Uh, it doesn't sound the same. And I was also wondering about that. There are certain players when there is a gallery, when there are patrons, they, it, it almost in, you know, enhances who they are and how they play. You know, when Tiger does something, the crowd responds. Uh, Phil Mickelson, there are certain players that would benefit more from patrons being there than some of these other players. You don't have that home course advantage built in at Augusta this week. But we'll keep an eye on the leaderboard here. Bryson DeChambeau. I saw where Nick Faldo, love Faldo. Faldo said that um, the first hole at Augusta is 445 yards. And Nick Faldo said that if DeChambeau put it on the green, that he would run around Augusta naked. 
DeChambeau, he pulled his drive left into the rough, and uh, Faldo didn't have to get naked. But uh, DeChambeau came into the Masters with an average drive of 344 yards, and uh, that's more than 10 yards clear of the uh, next closest golfer. Plus, you have to understand, you know, the, the first hole at Augusta, you go uphill. I, nobody's reaching that green. But there are certain greens that, you know, DeChambeau is going to be able to uh, do some things that nobody's ever done at Augusta. But this is what's great about golf. Larry Mize is 62 years of age. He shot two under. Bryson DeChambeau shot two under. Yesterday, Augusta played as a golf course for everybody. And if you don't hit it long, you were able to survive. You were able to thrive. Uh, Bernhard Langer is playing extremely well today. I think he's 63 or 64, and he might be five or six under. Golf is, you know, that's what's fascinating about it. We've all played with somebody who doesn't hit it very far, but it always seems like they get up and down, and you go, hey, you're doing that. And then there'll be the guy who just bombs it, but he can't do anything else. At Augusta, at least today, yesterday, you're able to take dead aim, and that helps some of these hitters who don't hit very far. Poll question, McLovin, what do you have for me today? Okay, uh, who finishes who? first or higher? I don't know, is it higher or lower? Tiger Woods or Bryson DeChambeau? Tiger's at minus four. Higher, but you shoot lower. Right. Tiger, who's going to have a better week? Tiger or, or Bryson DeChambeau? Okay. Because I was actually worried when Bryson hooked that, I'm like, oh, it's over. I already had a seven, right? Yeah. But he seemed like he's in a good spot, right? It's very rare for somebody to win the Masters if they have a double bogey in any round. Very, very, very rare. You, you know, you... You may not have all pars, bogeys, uh, you know, a couple of bogeys here. You're going to have bogeys. But the double bogey, that that usually you know, stands out. And maybe uh, Ethan, who does our stats. You guys know Ethan. Oh, Ethan. Yeah, maybe you can do some research and uh, back up my claim that I don't have any research to back it up right now. But I think... It's been a while since somebody's won the Masters with a double bogey. Yes, Paulie? I think a lot of people were hoping for more foliage at Augusta this year. And you very, were. I was. I think others. Nah. Uh, no? Nah. You wouldn't want to see that course all emblazoned in red and browns? And... No, it still looks great. Oh, yeah. It still looks spectacular. But the originality of it. I'm a little disappointed. Also, the not a lot of white pants this year because it's November, and the guys respect not wearing white pants after you know, Labor mm. Day. Mm. Those are things I noticed. Mm. I'm not going to break down golf games. I know. Paulie came in and... and uh, Everybody was sitting around talking about the Masters, and Paul goes, you know what I observed? You know, don't have anybody wearing some uh, bright colors. You know, we don't have those springtime colors. And I go, what? And, and, and I didn't notice a lot of uh, white-colored slacks. And I go, this is what differentiates this show from all the other shows. Tigers wearing earth tones. It's like a taupey brown. And- mm, I know. That's sort of a blend-in-the-background type mm-hmm. of outfit today. Yes, McLovin? I was going to ask uh, a real golf question. All those headlines, Bryson DeChambeau is going to tear apart the Masters course. Going to, is, it, is one day enough to know that's not going to happen? Or, or Can we be confident that he's not going to redefine the way Masters play is? Well, it's only one round here. I mean, but I, he's, not going to, he's obviously not going to run away to some record Masters thing like people were talking about. No, but I, I just want to see. I, I mentioned this on Wednesday. You can hit it 350 yards. But where are you hitting at 350 yards? You still have to play. The, this isn't a long drive contest. You have to play your next shot. 
Augusta's all about your second shot. It's always been and hopefully always will be. It's your second shot. That's so important. Where are you? Yardage in. A side hill lie. What club are you using? What are the greens like? Are they receptive? And can you chip and putt? I mean, that's what this is all about. There are guys who bomb it, but you got it. The local knowledge of being able to chip and putt is unlike any other course in America, in the world, because they play it every single year. Uh, it sounds like I've gone to a master class in uh, the Masters, but um, the master class offers over 90 classes on a variety of topics, all taught by world-class masters at the top, top of their field. See and, what you did there. Yeah, you see? A little. Well that's what a pro does. Uh, this holiday, I didn't want to bring attention to it. But yeah, thank see, you. See, this is World Kindness Day. I'm calling it out for you. Well, so you thank, you. To call thank it out. you. Thank That's you. That's my good deed for you. This holiday, when you buy an annual membership, you get another annual membership for free. Masterclass.com slash Patrick. Masterclass.com slash Patrick. And there you can hear from the best. Uh, Steph Curry, Serena Williams, uh, Gordon Ramsay. All of these different classes that you can take. And I have more information on this coming up a little bit later on. All right, uh, so what other poll question are we looking at, McLovin? I got a bunch of NFL questions, uh, off, some off this weekend, uh, some off Philip Rivers. Want to start with Philip Rivers? Sure, why not? Okay, Philip Rivers, first battle Hall of Famer, without even looking at the numbers, yes or no? Oh. You know what, let me ask um, Sam Monson of Pro Football Focus. Is Philip Rivers a... Michael Irvin did an interview with Philip Rivers. It ran last night. And he said, uh, hey, I'll see you in five years at the Hall of Fame. And I guess as the first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, I guess it's not as rare when they go, oh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Th this is big in baseball. Where you're like, oh, you're not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Are you a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Yeah, but we're not letting you in on the first ballot. feels like, you know, Jason Taylor went into the Dolphins on the first ballot. Now, he did have a letter of recommendation from Tom Brady, and Jason Taylor was a very good player, great player. But first ballot, all right. Phillip Rivers, first ballot. If he doesn't do anything in the playoffs the rest of his career, I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I know that you look at the numbers, and I go, okay. The, the one thing that really stands out to me with Phillip Rivers, he doesn't miss games. At that position... He does not miss games. How many games has he missed in his career, McLevin? Due to injury. Yeah, I'll check. Or I've Ethan check. Less than five? Yeah, Paulie. I, I got to double check this. Has he not missed a game in his career? I don't have him missing a game in his career due to injury because you do not count his first two years when he rode the bench because of yeah. quarterback situation. That's pretty amazing. He started quarterbacking in 06, and I've got him 16 for 16 and 9 for 9 this year. I've never heard them even brought up before. Yeah. That's what stands out, that he was there. You have to be able to play and be there for your team at that position. And for him to be able to do that, that's a truly remarkable stat. Now, we've had, you know, Brett Favre and, and I think Peyton Manning for a while. They were uh, Eli on the consecutive games list. But he has not missed a start. Yeah, Paul? He's been sacked 453 times. I mean, and he's never been like a big sack guy where he's, you know, 70 sacks a year, but... He averages 30. You still think out of 400. An elbow. Chances are somebody's going to hit you in a way that's really going to hurt you, put you out. Yes, Tony. You'd think with all the kids he has, he would have missed at least one for childbirth. <laughs> I think he's a, uh, 
He's a pregnancy manager, like a game manager. Like he knows, <laughs> you know, he, he's got this planned out. He's a field general is what he is. Tony. Great the way he does yeah, that. Yeah, field general. All right, let me take a break. We got the uh, halfway point awards coming up with Pro Football Focus. Is Philip Rivers a first ballot Hall of Famer? We do get all fired up about these things. And then once they go in, then we don't care anymore about it. But leading up to it, we're like, it's five years away. Let's start discussing this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com. Find the office nearest to you. 
Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs, manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. Sam Monson, uh, Pro Football Focus lead NFL analyst. Sam, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Let me start with that question. The Hall of Fame, it feels like is based off of the feelings we have for these players. When the writers get together and they nominate somebody, they're very passionate about it. You deal with analytics. Just the analytical part of this with Philip Rivers, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? I think it's tough because you're comparing him to the guys from bygone eras for whom we don't really have all that data. I mean, one of the great things about PFF, whether you agree with our numbers or you disagree with them, is we have the grading on every single player, on every single play since we started doing this back in 2006. So we can at least try and compare these guys like for like But it gets really hard when you start trying to say, all right, Philip Rivers just passed Dan Marino on the all-time passing yards list. But I don't think there's anybody out there that saw both those guys play that would say Philip Rivers is a better quarterback than Dan Marino. Um, Dan Marino was obviously a a Hall of Famer, and no one would argue that. But because of this explosion in passing and how much easier it is to to play quarterback in today's NFL and how all these guys are now at the top of the all-time lists, does that put Philip Rivers in? I don't know. Who's more of a first ballot Hall of Famer, Frank Gore or Philip Rivers? I think Philip Rivers. I think Frank Gore's legacy is this insane durability that really is remarkable when you look at what he was as a prospect. Like he he dropped in the draft because people were concerned that he'd had multiple knee surgeries and that he wouldn't last in the NFL. And then the defining characteristic of Frank (laughs) Gore is there's nothing that can knock this guy out of the league and he just keeps on trucking. Well, same thing with Philip Rivers. He hasn't missed a game. True, true. But I think Philip Rivers' peaks have been higher than Frank Gore's. I think you can make the case that Philip Rivers has been genuinely one of the best quarterbacks over the past, you know, over his entire career. I, I don't know that you can really make that case for Frank Gore outside of a season or two. If you were going to redraft this first round, I saw where you looked at the first round and went back and looked at how these rookies are performing. Would is there somebody that stands out that this that they would have changed the draft, that they would have gone either higher or lower based on uh, after uh, eight games that where how they performed where they were drafted? I think Minnesota's Justin Jefferson would definitely be higher up the list than he is now. He might be the first receiver off the board if we had a chance to redo all this. Um, all again, all of his concerns when we were looking at him as a college prospect as well. He did incredibly from the slot, but can he play outside? <clears throat> Excuse me. Can he play outside when he has to deal with press coverage? Can he still get off the line? Can he still do all that savvy route running stuff? The answer is overwhelmingly yes, and that just immediately puts you further up the draft because you're a more impactful player when you can play outside and deal with the press coverage at the NFL level. He's been an absolute superstar at wide receiver, and I think very much the the match of any of those top first-round guys. Highest grade you've given to a rookie this year is who? Um, I think right now it's actually Michael Awenu, the, the 
New England Patriots, I, I guess, utility offensive lineman because he's played three different positions and done them all well. But this was not a highly touted draft pick. He's just come in and been an absolute force, particularly in the run game, and filled in wherever they need him, whether it's right tackle, whether it's the guard position, and really been phenomenal. I mean, you know, I've seen people say that if, if this guy was a first rounder, we'd be talking about how New England's draft was fantastic because they snagged this pro bowl, all pro caliber player right at the top of the draft. But because he's a, you know, a lower round guy, it's kind of passing almost unnoticed. Higher grade for Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert? It's funny because they're in almost exactly the same spot. They're really tight together in terms of grading, but the grade comes about in almost completely opposite ways. Joe Burrow has been incredibly consistent, particularly up to the, the sort of deep uh, big shots. Anything below 20 yards, he's been absolute money um, and has been doing it in, in the face of incredible pressure in Cincinnati. Justin Herbert is like the king of the volatile stats. So whether it's third down play, whether it's deep throws down the field, whether it's, you know, all those big time throws and, and those kinds of things, the PFF charts, he's been a phenomenal at those things, um, but has missed more regular easy throws, missed more of the, the kind of consistently easy stuff than uh, Joe Burrow has. And he's been dealing with pressure as well. And it kind of nets out to almost the exact same PFF grade overall. What about Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Uh, his grade and where he probably should have been taken, even though he is a running back. Yeah, and, and that's really the thing is, you know, PFF is uh, in this analytics group that would say, look, just don't take a running back in the first round. It's not that they won't ever look good. It's that they just won't justify that draft slot. You could get him later on in the draft or get a comparable player later on in the draft and you'd see the same kind of production. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. His grade is okay. He's had good games. But really what we're seeing is this product of the Kansas City offense. And when that thing is ticking along, when it's going great, when Mahomes is playing out of his mind and, Pat, or, and Andy Reid is scheming up all these plays, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a, a good player to have on the receiving end of those catches out of the backfield and, and be taking the carries. But when things don't go as well, he has those worst games and just doesn't look as good. Running backs are basically a product of their, their environment uh, within the offense. He's Sam Monson, pro football focus, lead NFL analyst. Who do you consider the best running back in the NFL? I think right now it's Dalvin Cook. Um, again, what I just said, running backs are by and large a product of their environment. He's the one guy this season that isn't. I mean, he, he's been massively overperforming what the Vikings have been giving him in terms of you know yards. He has by far, I think, the most yards after contact in the NFL. And only himself and Derrick Henry have more total yards than Dalvin Cook has yards after contact. He's just consistently generating an incredible amount of yardage off his own back beyond what, what is being blocked for him. We brought this up a couple of days ago. I asked the audience, you could have any wide receiver for the next five years. Who do you think they picked? DK. Yes. DK Metcalf. Yeah. Did his slippage in the draft and his profile was it just based off he looks like he should be great but he's always injured is that what it boiled down to no i think there were legitimate concerns about his change of direction skills um he had he went to the combine and posted this three cone time that was slower than tom brady it was you know historically bad <laughs> um and he, he fixed it a little bit at his pro day like he got faster the, the one at the combine, he slipped a little bit and they don't let you take it again. 
So it was a bad time there. He improved it at his pro day, but it still wasn't good. It was still a concern, as was his 20 shuttle times. So anything that was trying to measure change of direction, he was really bad at. And I think that leads you to think, well, okay, does that limit him at the next level to just being this linear vertical threat guy who can't really run the entire route tree? Even considering that, I think most draft analysts had him going higher than he went in the draft. It was still a shock to see him slip as far as he did. But I think there were real concerns about, you know, a missing component to his game that just has been changed, that, aren't, that isn't a missing component anymore. When does pro, pro Football Focus do a deep dive into Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields? I mean, we've got guys cranking on that right now. We do, uh, we grade every college game as well. So we've got grades on all of these guys. Mike Renner is our big uh, draft guy. He's been the guy grinding on that every single game of those guys' careers. Um, so I don't know if we have a, a specific deep dive article up on the site, but we've definitely got data on all those guys right now. Are they working in that room behind that door behind you? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a room that goes downstairs into a basement where there's just one little light hanging out of the ceiling. That's where we put all the analysts. Worst starting quarterback in the NFL is who? The worst starting quarterback. I mean, I think you can say it was Dwayne Haskins before he lost his job. Um, now it's, it's going to be a battle between, you know, Sam Darnold and New York Drew Locke in Denver it hasn't shown enough really to get out of that conversation. It's, it's those kind of young guys that have, have disappointed in bad situations so far. And I thought this was Drew Locke's coming out party and they had weapons and here right. we go with Drew Locke. I know he got injured, but it feels like Sam that the window of opportunity is about two years. Like Baker Mayfield's in his third year and it feels like he's playing for his future in Cleveland. I, are you guys getting the sense of how long that window is for a quarterback to prove himself? I think, you know, this run of quarterbacks that have been successful right away have definitely changed the, the opinion of how long you get. And if you don't show something almost right away, you have to fight pretty hard for that job, particularly if you're not a top pick. You know, if you're a first, you're number one overall pick, you get a little bit more time to to show something. But if you're not you know, you get a year or two and then we got to move on. It's, it's time to find the next guy because it's not, the landscape is different to the way it was a decade ago. You're, you're not in a spot anymore where you have to give Alex Smith a $100 million contract because the prospect of not having Alex Smith is so terrifying. You can find those guys pretty easily now. And so teams are much more emboldened to say, all right, we, this guy is not a Hall of Famer. He's not the next All-Pro we need. We're going to cut bait and move on to the next guy. Do you remember when we sort of took a player for granted the way we do Patrick Mahomes? And, and, <laughs> and, and this feels like the embryonic stages of Michael Jordan's greatness when he had team success. Prior to that, he was sort of just a highlight reel phenomenon. Then they started winning, and it felt like we got bored with the story. And then Carl Malone won an MVP, and Charles Barkley won an MVP. I don't, are we at that stage with Patrick Mahomes where, and I know Russell has played extremely well, but are we at the point where we're taking uh, Patrick Mahomes for granted? And I'll give you one in the NFL as well. I think we've already passed that point with Aaron Donald. I think, you know, Aaron Donald should have won every defensive player of the year award since his rookie season. So not the rookie season, but everyone since then should have gone to Aaron Donald. And they haven't because we've just gotten bored giving the award to Aaron Donald, who is by far and away the best defensive player in the NFL. I think he's the best player. Now, how do you how do you gauge that, though, Sam? I, I mean, to me, it's how much 
further ahead is he than the rest of his peers at his position, right? So it's, it's really hard to compare positions to say the best defensive lineman in the NFL is better than the best linebacker is better than the best safety, the best receiver. So let's just stick to his position group and say, how much better is he than Fletcher Cox or Chris Jones or whoever else the next um, interior guy is. And I think it's light years ahead of those guys. When you consider how much more pressure he gets, how much more pressure he gets on a rate basis um, and how much more he's double teamed than some of those guys and still doing that, it's absolutely unbelievable. And just in terms of PFF grading, you know, the top X seasons in terms of PFF grades on the interior have all been Aaron Donald. It's just a list of Aaron Donald seasons that vary slightly. So I think you're right, though. I think Mahomes is reaching that category where you need to watch him again to remind yourself that, like, this isn't normal. Most quarterbacks don't do this, and we should remember that this guy is a singularly unique talent. Otherwise, we will get bored with him the same way we do with Aaron Donald. Sam, good to talk to you. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you. Sam Monson, Pro Football Focus, lead NFL analyst. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Recent company will be at Augusta, which is where Sam Farmer, the LA Times, he covers the NFL and he moonlights covering... The Masters here who joins us now. Sam, thanks for joining us. By the way, I love the article that you had on the sand at Augusta. And I thought it would be great for this audience to understand because when we see it, it looks like bowls of sugar. Jim Nance has referred to it that way. I just didn't know to what lengths they went to bring this sand in. So can you give us sort of the Cliff Notes version of that? Yeah, Dan, thanks for having me on. Um so the sand is from a place called Spruce Pine, North Carolina, which is four hours north of Augusta. And really, it's some of the most valuable sand in the world, or at least it's a byproduct of some of the most valuable sand in the world. Spruce Pine Geological Mineral District has the purest quartz in the world. It has the fewest impurities. And they use that quartz um, to create computer chips. And so Whereas quartz uh, sand would typically sell for about $50 a ton, the sand in spruce pine sells for about $20,000 a ton. And uh, so you can imagine the security of the companies up there, these multinational corporations have convened on this little town in the Blue Ridge Mountains, this little mountain town. And they're like Wonka factories up there, uh, protecting, (laughs) protecting this sand. Well, the sand that is a waste product or sort of not quite as pure um, has become the sand they use at Augusta. And it dates back to Clifford Roberts, the co-founder of the club, having a summer home up there, loving this white sand that's just uh, so sparkly and and pure looking and um, wanting that for his club. And it's become so coveted that Spruce Pine ships uh, recently shipped about 4,000 tons, if you can imagine that volume, 4,000 tons of this to Dubai. So imagine selling sand to the <laughs> desert. Well, the, this sand is so valuable and so coveted and so sort of has so much sentimental value that, uh, and, 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 you know, a few years ago, 
a guy was arrested here at the masters for trying to fill his beer cup full of sand. And so, uh, wait, did he slip inside the ropes and then just scoop it up from a accidentally, he accidentally fell under the ropes and then he accidentally crawled (laughs) over to a bunker. How much much did they accidentally find him for that? They accidentally find him $20,000 and they haven't rectified that yet. So they accidentally handcuffed him and brought him to the ground and, and, uh, it was quite a quite a scene. So anyway, this uh, spruce pine sand is is really cool, and a lot of people really confuse it for all different types of of minerals, uh, or you know they don't know where it comes from. But do the players like it, Sam? I think they do. Uh, it co- sort of compacts very nicely. Um, it's very fine, and uh, you know they they feel they can hit off it. Although Tiger said. Uh, he feels like bar- borrowing his caddy's sunglasses every time he's in the bunker. It's so bright and so reflective. When uh, I played Augusta, I did steal one of my divots. I don't, I don't know if they will come after you if you steal some grass. I mean, th- this is a long time ago that I played, but I remember hitting a, 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 div- a, a approach shot on either 13 or 15, and I went, man, that almost looks like a professional divot. I'm taking – I'll put it in my bag – Got home years later, I go, oh, my God, I kept this divot and I had it in my bag there. So I don't know if, oh if, if they police that. Well, you know, I, I would imagine they do. It was interesting. I, I believe it was Sean Powell, the sports writer, Sean Powell, whose first two rounds of golf came uh, at Pebble Beach. Now, imagine your first two rounds of golf <laughs> ever Pebble Beach and Augusta. His first two rounds of golf, uh, because he played at the, the U.S. Open, uh, <laughs> uh, the U.S. Open Media Day, and then he won the lottery here at Augusta to play on the Monday after the Masters. So, oh my God! Pretty much want to call it a career after that. Just get Pine Valley in and call it a career. Sam Farmer, L.A. Times writer, he covers the NFL, host of Artificial Friends podcast. Here, we were talking about Philip Rivers. Michael Irvin did an interview last night, and he said, "I'll see you in five years at the Hall of Fame." Is Philip Rivers? Let me just start with, is he headed to the Hall of Fame and is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Well, in my book, he's a first ballot Hall of Fame guy, one of my favorite players uh, ever uh, covering Phillip Rivers. And uh, certainly it's going to haunt him that that he had warning track power with the Chargers. Uh, they had some really good teams, especially 2006 going 14-2 and two, and then losing in the divisional round their first game. Um, you know, they never took it beyond, although he played really well in the uh, AFC championship game against the Patriots, had him, I think it was a one score game into the fourth quarter and he was playing on a torn ACL. So, you know, while I can't, it's going to be a tough uh, argument uh, as a first ballot Hall of Famer, you've got to see who's going in in that class along with him. But uh, as a person, uh, there's no better guy. And it's it surprises a lot of people because they see him on the field and being so, uh, uh, you know, throwing temper tantrums on the field and everything. But he is the, the greatest guy. I'll tell you a little Philip Rivers story. Um, he had to do a uh, he committed to do a men's retreat and he's very uh, devout in his Catholicism, a men's retreat in Arizona when he was in San Diego. And uh, there was a weather problem or something. Something happened with the flight. Uh, so he couldn't make it. And most every guy would call and apologize and say, sorry, I couldn't make it. This guy hops in his pickup truck, 
makes the drive to Arizona overnight, does the talk, drives back. So he does about 14 hours uh, of driving just so he can uh, make good on that commitment. So he's, uh, you know, I remember he, he and his wife took a vacation, a staycation to the Hotel Del Coronado one time. And uh, as they were checking in this beautiful hotel in San Diego, uh, Dwayne Wade was checking in at the same time. And they sort of caught eyes and Dwayne Wade gave him a head nod like that. Philip talked about it for a week to his wife saying, Dwayne Wade knew who I was. <laughs> and he's the guy who nodded to me. He knew who I was. Did you see that? And so it's sort of, that tells you a lot about Philip Rivers. He's so unimpressed with himself um, that he uh, will, that will go down as one of his greatest moments that Dwayne Wade recognized him one time. <laughs> and Philip Rivers was a Pro Bowl quarterback. So again, Hall of Fame guy and uh, probably a Hall of Fame player, but I'd sort of need to know who was around him at that time. Best team in California right now is who? Well, you know, the Chargers are so talented, uh, they can't they can't win games, so I can't give it to them. And the 49ers are so broken down. I would have to say the Rams, but um, it, you really have to wonder if teams shut down the running game the way that Miami did and put it on Jared Goff's shoulders, um, is he going to be able to come through for you? And I think we'll know a lot coming out of this uh, out of this by how the Rams are, how they recover. They're playing Seattle. Uh, Sean McVay's four and two against Pete Carroll. And those two losses came by a total of seven points. Um, he's six and zero oh against Arizona. And so we're going to learn a lot about this division, but you know, four other five wins have come against NFC East teams and NFC East. Uh, I think I wrote that NFC East wins have all the gravitas of packing peanuts. So we just don't know how good, how good these teams are. And we're going to find out in the second half of the season. And I mentioned this, I'll leave you with this. I don't know if we're getting to the Jordan treatment of Patrick Mahomes, where what else can we say? What else can we write? Now we're looking at, Hey, is Kyler Murray an MVP candidate? Uh, Russell Wilson deserves to be in the conversation. I, I think when people look at Mahomes's numbers, they go, Oh my God. How did, how did we bypass that? Like, we just skipped by that because we're like, oh, it's Mahomes. He's really good. Um, and, I, and you guys love to write a good story here, and that goes into when people vote, sometimes you're voting because you're voting for the best story. Uh, have we, is there Mahomes fatigue already? It's funny. Uh, Mahomes is so good that uh, the little things that he used to do that would have blown us away, switching hands or rolling out and making these incredible passes, it's almost worked against him because now we say, oh, yeah, that's Mahomes. We've seen it. Yeah. Seen it. You know, <laughs> and he's still doing things that are that are unbelievable. You know, I think back to – I talked to Bruce Arians about Patrick Mahomes because the Cardinals really wanted to draft him uh, when Bruce was there. And Bruce said, you know, he's one of the – four smartest guys on the board I've ever had. And I said, well, who are the guys? And he said, well, I, you know, Peyton. And I'd certainly say uh, Andrew Luck, putting him up on the board. And Patrick Mahomes. And I said, he said, well, I'm not going to tell you the fourth guy. He said, because every other guy I coach <laughs> will think he's the fourth guy. <laughs> so it was perfect. That's great. Uh, 
but yeah, Mahomes is great. And, and and not to belabor this, but I think it really, if you look back at the NFC West, and you mentioned two of the quarterbacks there, I think the NFC West fits in two very distinct buckets. You've got the play action, good defense teams in LA with the Rams and San Francisco, and you've got the shortstop type quarterback who each quarterback played baseball uh, and who makes things happen in Seattle and Arizona and really defenses that leave something to be desired. So it'll be interesting to see in the second half of this season when these teams start playing each other, which side prevails. Have fun down there, Sam. It's great to catch up with you. Thanks for joining us. Great. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today, and good luck. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. 
Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Of course, that's a smooth segue to Scott Van Pelt, host of SportsCenter. And uh, you went in on this, uh, Van Peasy? You want uh, mustard or mayo? I'm going to order off the menu and just get some ranch and call it a day. <laughs> some chicken fingers and ranch dressing? Bang. How about that? <laughs> I'm team mayo, though. I just, this, this, this mayo slander is an amazing national sort of thing that people are anti Here's It's life simple, Dan. You know this. You know this well. Eat what you like to eat. Don't eat what you don't like to eat. The end. What are you eating down in Augusta? I just had a chicken sandwich with Curtis Strange, and, um, and it, it was just spectacular. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. What I'm trying to figure out right now, Dan, is like it's the it's the old adage: uh, one is too many and ten isn't enough. I don't know what the I don't know what the I don't I don't know what the sweet spot is here because we we're going back on the air here in a couple of hours, and I'm afraid if I eat another two or three, that I may be slumbering in the in the butler cabin, which is not a good look. What was your uh, big takeaway from yesterday? Just that the golf course was absolutely as gettable as it will ever be. The conditions were um, the rain. It, it was like a perfect. It was the perfect setup for these players because the rain comes through, then it leaves. It's still. It's soft, and these they just annihilated it. And it wasn't that someone shot, you know, sixty-two. It's how many guys shot sixty-eight to to sixty-five, including Bernhard Langer, who's sixty-three years old. I mean, it was amazing display of um of, of scoring and it, what what that essentially did was kept i don't know 30 guys in it you know i mean if you were like rory mcelroy was just such a a jarring thing to see him play as poorly as he did considering that basically every other top player in the world was was red but i i'm curious about bryson DeChambeau and how other players think of him you know Patrick Reed we kind of know how they feel about Patrick Reed but is uh-huh. is Bryson DeChambeau polarizing the person or the player I think so because I I think I think what guys I, I don't think this I know this I know what they roll their eyes about is this sort of you know suggestion that you know he's got it's like this math equation to be figured out you know and, and even when he talked to Rinaldi after the round yesterday it was like yeah I was a 47 percent like there was a three degree and like what are you even talking about man like <laughs> well, uh, speak English I mean you're ta- you're talking in, in, in math equations that the rest of us mortals don't grasp and I'll tell you the fatigue that the like let me let me make one thing clear they all respect the hell out of his game and they know he's an, he's a problem, okay? I mean, he was an amateur champion and an NCAA champion, and they thought he was going to be good to begin with. And then he gains all this muscle, and he starts hitting the ball, you know, 30 yards beyond anybody else. But the fatigue is, all right, let's like, – what are we doing? Like, I get Tiger being the topic when he shows up. He won 15 of these things. All right, the guy won one, and now he's the only thing that anyone can talk about? Like, that's kind of their reaction, and – if you're going to ask Dustin Johnson about someone else, he's just going to look at you like, I mean, I'm not really that interested in him as a topic. So I think just the amount, the tonnage of, of conversation about him is what pushes guys back a bit. Well, we also had that with Tiger, where I knew that there was Tiger fatigue when I was talking to a player who had won a major, 
And he started the conversation by saying, uh, give me your Tiger questions now. Let's get them out of the way. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's the feeling you're getting or we're going to get Yes, with Bryson. Yes, I, I, I think you've already gotten that. And again, with Tiger, it was because he won you know, so many so fast. And, you know, in, in Bryson's case, it's he, he won the most recent one. And all credit to him. He was, you know, remarkable at Wingfoot. None, none of what I'm saying is minimizing what he is or, you know, attempting to. It's simply trying to frame it as what it is. It's, it's one. And I, people think there'll be more, and there might be. Um, but the, this is kind of what we do with anything now. Um, I, we, we've got, we've gotten to the point where, and, and you know, with LeBron, if you win a title, what, does this mean that he's, he's the same as Jordan? Well, I mean, I can count, you know, and I can, <laughs> I'm not counting to as many now that we can, we can count other things too. Right. I just think any, like one equals, it's like dog years now, one equals seven somehow. Um, and that's, we just, we need to be capable of talking about more than one thing. I was listening to uh, Golf Channel live at the Masters last night following the round. Justin Leonard was on, and I thought he brought up a great analogy for Tiger. Tiger used to be Nolan Ryan. He would just blow people away. There was nobody like him. He was this phenomenon. And now he's more like Greg Maddox, that he has to kind of outthink you and massage a golf course a little bit more. And I thought it was really thought out because for – Tiger, he sort of did that yesterday. He's not going to mm-hmm. overpower a golf course, and he might not reach the par fives in two. But the thinking man, Tiger, is equally as dangerous, and I think that's what stood out to me yesterday. Yeah, that's that's what Justin said. That's well, that's phenomenal because it's it's. I feel like it's really accurate. You know, there was a time there around 2000 Pebble Beach where he was throwing at 110. You know, and no one could sniff it and. Now and last year, I mean, but he didn't. It wasn't that he had a gear no one else had. Last year, he won kind of the way Jack won in '86. You know, people we get nostalgic and think about what Jack did, and it was tremendous. But we we don't always acknowledge the role that Seve washing one on 15 and uh, Greg making a, a number of mistakes down the line helped give him that. You know, he didn't. It was earned, but he, it, there was help. Well, the same thing happened with Tiger last year. Just his presence alone was enough to, to kind of jam up everybody else's radar. And so Tiger can't throw 105, but he can beat you throwing 90. And, and that's, I love the analogy because it makes sense. And especially here, Dan, um, as, you, as you know, you're familiar with this place. There's a lot of understanding what you need to do. And he, better than anyone else, um, other, other than maybe Phil, he he understands what's what the, was being asked of him, uh, and he had the answers on Thursday. He was he was really good. He didn't do anything bad, um, and you know, right there in the mix. Scott Van Pelt, host of uh, Sports Center with SVP, joining us from Augusta. He's got hosting duties down there. Without patrons there, that's mm-hmm. a big advantage for someone like Tiger. Like they they want to they want to be part of this story there, or is it? You know, is that a big advantage when you're playing with Tiger? And that crowd, whatever Tiger does, it feels like those roars. And you, you know this. You could hear a roar and go, oh, okay, that's not Tiger. Oh, you hear a roar and go, oh, oh, that's for Tiger. You know, it's just that cacophony of sound that stands out. And I don't know what that would do or, you know, has done to these guys, these fellow competitors there at Augusta when they're with Tiger. You're, you're 100% right about that. You know who it is, you know where it is, and you, and you know what it was immediately. Like, you hear a certain roar. And you're like, oh bleep, that that was Tiger. He's on 13. He might he made eagle. 
And in a weird way, you kind of you're not getting intel, right? You're not getting the feedback that you would otherwise get from the golf course. Um, I just I know that to a man, those the people who have played here um, a number of years, they all miss it because they all felt like they had an energy that was provided to them that that what that they fed off of, and now. It's it's like you've heard guys in the NFL and other sports say you got to bring your own energy, you got to bring your own juice. Yeah. So the guys I think it would really favor are any of these young guys, a, a Wolf, a Morikawa, um, anyone who's never played here. They got nothing to compare it to. And so like I just the number of the players that I asked initially, I'm like, what do you think? And they're all like, God, it's so weird, it's so eerie being out here in, in a place that's typically filled with tens of thousands of people, and now it's just crickets. Um, so I, I think the I think it's an advantage to anybody that doesn't know what it otherwise feels like. Yeah, it feels like that we get to be a voyeur with uh, a practice round. I mean, that, that's really yeah. just the feeling I get. A serious question, as you've come to expect with this program. Paulie, do you want to offer this up to a Van Pelt? Scott, we're watching the coverage all day yesterday. Great job, as always. But we're noticing a lot more earth tones, browns, greens, grays, less white pants. Is that because of the time of year? I don't know, but I thought yesterday was a was a triple bogey day from the golf manufacturing community. I thought, like, just it was horrible. I mean, what are we doing? I, I don't know. There were the shirts and slack combos yesterday was like 76-ish, right? I mean, how many – I mean, and I'm not one of those guys that's like, ooh, i got to run out to the sporting goods store and get the gear. I mean, obviously they're going to send it to me for free because um, that's, you know, because I know Dan. But – I'm looking at him yesterday and going, who would wear any of this? What are we doing? I thought it was, I mean, am I, am I, am I on an island here? You can't wear taupe in November at Augusta. Taupe is okay. not a golf color. Right. I agree. I'm with you. I, I was, I mean, even though they're not, you don't need azaleas to wear like a, a pink or a purple or something. Like, let's jazz it up, guys. It was drab. But I, you know what? I mean, let me tell you, Dan, the red was the color of the day on the leaderboard. I just turned it to Vanner all right. I just went Vanner all right on you. Over Looked the wall like and left field. Looked like Christmas Day at Augusta. Red on the leaderboard and green all around Augusta. <laughs> Love you, Vanner. Do you have to uh, be careful in how you describe things at Augusta as opposed to any other golf tournament that you're uh, involved in? I'm I, not. I, everyone sort of. I think you govern yourself in the same way you do. Do you ever, you ever, like, we didn't grow up, well, I was not some rich kid growing up. I had friends that were wealthy, and when you went to their house, you just made sure not to do something stupid. That's yeah. all. I, I, you just, you govern yourself the way you would when you go to a nice restaurant or somewhere that's nice. And, and like, when we, when we would cover the Open on ESPN, well, we called it the Open Championship because they did. And we would call the groups games because that's what they call them. Well, we call them patrons here in the first and second nine because that's the language they use here. And I get that people, you know, they want to roll their eyes and say, oh, you know, you're, you know, you're following the, these, this, this sense of, you know, you can't step out of line. No, I, I just I think you behave the way you do when you go in a nice place. You don't, you don't want to be the, the guy that puts his feet on the couch. I remember saying uh, one time either a sand trap or a bunker, and, and I was corrected by somebody who sent me uh, uh, a letter. And, you know, or whatever it was, a chip or something. A pitcher chip. Yeah, right. pitcher well, chip. Listen, like golf guy or gal, 
golf person, they, they just get insufferable with that. And it's not necessary. I, you know, if you, if you get the, well, don't say he hit a birdie. Like if you say that, that sort of <laughs> nails on a chalkboard, but I don't think that's a mistake either, either of us would make, but I mean, again, it's just, it's a special place in it. And I think it makes everybody feel a little different and, and probably be on their best behavior. All right. No, you got to go. You're busy. You're important there. Uh, thanks for joining us. Have a good weekend. Thank you, bud. Always my pleasure. You guys be good until next time. Okay? That's Scott Van Pelt, host of SportsCenter. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today, and good luck. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place.
Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. College game day is set to originate from the Masters tournament. That'll be tomorrow. And uh, who would have thought? The host is Reese Davis, joined by Kirk Herbstreit, Desmond Howard, David Pollack, and uh, the Bear, Chris Felica, will be there. Maria Taylor is going to be there. Tom Rinaldi is going to bring his piano down there and probably have a heartwarming story as well. But I bring in the great Reese Davis, who joins us his uh, sixth year as ESPN College Game Day host, and the hair looks great, Reese. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Doing the best I can. Is there a friends and family discount on the Dan Patrick calendar if I want to order one of those or not? I don't think you want it. I don't think you want to be involved in this. Like, you're, <laughs> you're above this. You're better than this. I do have a public apology. For years, I thought Reese Davis went to Arkansas. I thought you went to Arkansas and I don't know why I thought that. All those years at ESPN, I thought you always talked about Arkansas for some reason. Uh, see, I keep it on the low a little bit. That's the best compliment I can get is when people uh, don't know that I went to Alabama instead. But I get, uh, you know what I get a lot, Dan, is uh, from Alabama people, you don't represent the way Well, Herb Street got that with Ohio State. Like, you don't say enough nice things about Ohio State. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're never going to satisfy him. All right, tell me how the idea came to fruition that college game day was going to go to Augusta. When the tournament was moved in November and we always look for opportunities to take the show to places where we haven't been and the people at Augusta National were very receptive to the idea. And it got floated out really, um, really in the summer once we found out that we were going to be able to have a show and that there was going to be a college football season. And uh, League Fitting and a few others asked us, what do you think about this idea? And we all love the idea. Um, and I think there's a, an intersection between golf and, and college football. Uh, there are a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of college coaches that uh, just can't wait to get the opportunity to play the course. In fact, uh, the one time that I was fortunate enough to be a guest of Lou Holtz, it seemed like it was a whole college football coaches convention uh, there that weekend. So I think there's a, a normal and a, a crossover that sort of resonates with people. And it's an opportunity to, uh, do something that probably won't uh, won't ever happen again to be able to do a football show uh, from the Masters in November. Tricky, though, with players playing in the event. Will you have players who will join you on set? We're, we're attempting that right now. Or if not on set because of some uh, COVID-19 protocol, sanitizing, things like that, at least to have interviews with them. And we have, uh, as you mentioned, Tom Rinaldi, G. Mojahowski, uh, both on the course who would be able to do some of those for us. So we're, we are, we're making as many connections as we possibly can. And we're hopeful that we'll have several guys over the course of the three hours Saturday morning, join us for the show. I talked to Van Pelt about 20 minutes ago. There are certain players who feed off that atmosphere. And I'm imagining it's the same thing with you in college game day, the atmosphere and not having, you don't have patrons that show up for college game day, but the crowd that shows up there, how much of that, you know, do you realize is integral with having a great show? It, it's something that we've had to get used to all season, Dan, because we haven't had anybody there this year. And I think the one thing you miss is the instantaneous feedback from when you say something that the crowd either likes or doesn't like. That has been missing. Um, I don't feel as if the discussions have been any less energetic or anything once we dive into 
football. But uh, going up to the set, leading up to the show, uh, that type of feedback, the boos, you know, when, when you say something nice about the team you're playing, all that's missing. So there, there is a little bit of that energy that's gone. Uh, so we've become accustomed to it over the course of the season, not having uh, anybody there watching the show. So that part won't be different. The one question I did ask was uh, immediately was, are we going to have to watch our volume level when we're speaking on Saturday morning? And our set position is on uh, the par three course. And it's my understanding that we're in the clear. We're not really yellers and screamers anyway, but that we're going to have enough physical distance uh, between us and, and where, uh, where the golf is going on, it will be okay. Do you have a golf voice? <laughs> I can I can work on that. Here's, here's Dan Patrick on 17. I was wondering if Coach Corso picks who's going to win the Masters instead of who's going to, you know, his pick for uh, whatever game you guys have. That that will that will happen now. Whether there is a a headgear representing <laughs> uh, that player, I don't know. That has happened before in the NFL draft. You picked in the number one overall pick and has had uh, head ready <laughs> likenesses of those players. So that is possible. I do not know if, if that will be a surprise on Saturday morning. It feels like college football is holding its breath. You know, with we just have to get through this. I think a lot of this is based off of Halloween and, you know, students get together and you got all these positives. The SEC uh, kind of wiped out this weekend. But as we move forward, how do you see this play out, Reese? It, I think we will get to the finish line, Dan, and I'm glad to see that Bob Bowlesby said that there is some flexibility at least being considered. Uh, I know that they do not want to push back the New Year's Six games in the college football playoff semifinals and the championship, nor should they. That should be a last resort uh, because you want to try to get to the finish line as efficiently as possible. But I'm glad that they're not being so bound yeah. by dates that they aren't willing to adjust because – this nobody's been through these circumstances. It looked as if things were getting a little better. And then you've had the uptick in the cases and as, as big a problem for the teams as the actual positive cases themselves has been the contact tracing. You've got a couple of schools that couldn't play this week and it wasn't because they had a number of guys who are positive. It's because they had uh, too many guys in a certain position group who had been in contact with someone who tested positive. So that aspect of it, it creates some challenges, and it's, it's been implemented to try to keep as many of the players safe as possible. But it has created some issues in terms of having teams being able to play by being able to field enough alignment or whatever it might be. But could you see them pushing back the date for the college playoff selection committee? Therefore, it might allow Ohio State or some of these other schools uh, – Pac-12 to be able to play a couple of more games, to be fair to them, since there's no 18 playoff here? I don't know that they would push back the initial rankings because they've already done so. It's already pretty late. I think you'll have a fairly decent sample size, assuming that Ohio State can re resume action for them particularly, uh, maybe not quite as much for the Pac-12 schools. Uh, I would think that you'd almost have to get to a situation where it stopped for them to push it back further. Now, they, they might move the games. They might push back the date of the final selection if, if it were necessary to do so. They would probably keep everything in alignment, if you follow what I mean. If you had to push the semifinals back, it would then stand to reason that you probably were also pushing back the final games and therefore the final selections. Um, I think the fervent hope is that they don't have to do any of this 
but that they are they're showing a willingness to at least evaluate it if it's necessary. He's Reese Davis of the Mothership, uh, ESPN play-by-play, but uh, more importantly, ESPN College Game Day host. Did they already come out with the Masters version of ESPN College Game Day? Is that what you have on? It's uh, this was uh, I do have something similar. It's from a, a very good friend of mine uh, from uh, St. Andrew's Products, just north of South Bend. So he he came up with a little something. I think he has an arrangement with the good people at Augusta National and others that uh, that provided a polo for this weekend. So that's contraband is what you're saying, Reese. I, I, I don't know the answer to that. I actually, I actually don't know the answer to that. I certainly hope not. I hope <laughs> not. <laughs> you, okay. Will you have everybody on set dress accordingly as, as if they were patrons there? Will you have some plaid? Will you have some nice colors there? Uh, I, I tried. I tried to choose conservatively and wisely and appropriate for the moment. Now I can't guarantee you what Rinaldi's going to do. And Herb Street ooh. surprisingly has, has been known to go with a little volume on the jacket, so I wouldn't be surprised to see a little something out of him. Do you guys get to play? No. Okay. Yeah. No. Even not. the par three. <laughs> that I don't know. Now, I, I don't know if they'll let us take a couple of swings on the par three, but mm. I don't think anyone's played since we've been here. By the way, how many times do you think over the years, your six years, have you cried after a Tom Rinaldi piece? Ooh, I'm going to say over under set at three and a half, probably something like that. But you got Dan, I'm a softie now. I, 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 I can cry at a sentimental moment between a dad and a daughter at a sitcom. So I, I'm, a, I'm an easy target uh, for that. So I, I get touched pretty easily. Yeah, so. when Rinaldi rolls it out, and, and people don't know, but Rinaldi brings his own piano. He plays his own piano. He provides his own theme music. And uh, whenever he starts to dial it up and that voice gets a little whispery, and somebody's lost a limb somewhere. That's all I know, Reese. <laughs> Remember, it's patrons, okay? Yes. All right. You got. Do you have the uh, terminology done? You okay with the, the jargon uh, list, Eric? I, I do. I've got. I don't, know, I don't know if you can see this. I've got an entire list. Now, you can't have the phones there, as you know. But I, I have studied to make sure, and uh, I was. I was fairly good on it to begin with, but I do want to be, I want to be a good guest. They've been great hosts. So I want to be a guest, a proper guest and say things the way they would like them to be said. It's great to see you. And uh, my best to the boys have fun. We'll be watching uh, coming up tomorrow morning. Thank you, Reese. All right, right, Dan. Thanks buddy. He's Alabama, not Arkansas. Reese Davis as uh, ESPN college game day host. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.